Hi there. It's an honor to have you tuned in from wherever you are across this nation, across this globe. My name is Jason Ochola, a servant of the Lord Most High, and I'm glad that you have joined me this day on the EBZ Devotion. Welcome. Yesterday we finished on the danger of desperation. Today I'm going to share a bit on something that is close to my heart and something that should be close to your heart as a Christian. As we live life here on earth as Christians, Christians have been called and many times referred to as that society that shoots its own wounded soldiers. When an army goes out to fight, no one leaves their soldiers behind, wounded, dead or alive. They do their best to ensure that each one of them is accounted for. They do not intentionally leave their own behind. But Christians have many a times been those who have been called the army that shoots its own wounded soldiers. I'm sure you, just like I, have experienced this over and over in our walk of salvation in the church. The church is a hospital to begin with. You'll find wounded people in there and hurt people hurt others. But you as a believer, what are you doing concerning this? Are you standing aside and looking at other people like those people who judge other people, yet you are judging at the same time? Are you at that place where you are hurt and then you're hurting others? Today's devotion is no condemnation. And I'm going to jump right into scripture from the book of John chapter 8. It starts by saying, they went each to his, to his own home. <laughs> I don't know what's up. They went each to his own house, but Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Early in the morning, he came again to the temple. All the people came to him, and he sat down and taught them. Verse 3, the scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery. And placing her in the midst, they said to him, Teacher, this woman has been caught in the act of adultery. Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. What do you say? It's funny that they did not catch the man. Because the law of Moses required both of them to be stoned. But they brought the woman only. And they are here trying to say, Moses' law says such women should be stoned. Verse 6, this they said to test him, that they might have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground, and as they continued to ask him, he stood up and said to them, Let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her. Verse 8 says, And once more he bent down and wrote on the ground. I'd like to know what Jesus wrote on the ground that day. Verse 9 says, but when they heard it, they went away one by one, beginning with the older ones. And Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus stood up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go and from now on, sin no more. This is a very good example of a WWJD situation. What would Jesus do? Jesus came for the lost, not the people who were found. Jesus is the kind of shepherd who will leave the 99 behind at a secure place and go looking for the one that is lost. 
How many of us Christians are able to do the same when it comes to a fellow believer? That believer who has fallen back, that believer who has sinned, are you able to stand up and stand with them and stand for them and shield them? How many of us are able to say we've stood up with someone who had fallen and not justified them and not tried to stone them and not joined the bandwagon that was going to kill them again in their wounded state? Are you able to do that? Christ did that because the scripture tells us while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. His love is so profound that he died for us in our state of hopelessness. In the state which we had rejected him, he died for us so that we may become reunited to our Father, God Almighty. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 to 2 tells us, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Let me turn to Romans chapter 8. It says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. Maybe you are you are at that place of desperation from our previous devotion yesterday. Maybe you were so desperate you made a rash decision and you fell into sin. Are you at that position? Do you feel condemned? Brother and sister, this day the Lord is not condemning you. He is telling you, come, my arms are open out wide. Reminds me of the parable of the prodigal son where Jesus tells us of this son who asked for his inheritance and he went and squandered it in a lost life. And he ended up with the pigs. A man who was rich ended up with the pigs, eating pigs food. Yet one day he got to his senses and said, why am I living like this? My father's servants are living a life better than mine right now. I will get up and go to my father and ask him to make me one of his servants. This is what happened, brother and sister. While he was afar off, we are not told that this young man dressed up. We are not told that he showered. We are not told that he, he, he changed his clothes. Because when the Bible talks of something as it happened, that's exactly what happened. If you did not write it, it did not happen. So here we are. The man gets up from amongst the pigs and goes back to his father. The father seeing him from a distance reigned to him in his state. Dirty, smelling. Uh, you do not want to be around him. He's been around pigs. He's been, he's lost. He's He's in, he's, 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 he's in a terrible state, yet in that state, his father embraced him. An embrace is not a hug. He embraced him and kissed him and called forth his servants to dress him up and put on him a new robe. And a feast was prepared on his, for him because this son who was lost has come back home. Would you do the same for someone who's lost? Would you embrace someone who's lost and walk with them? The book of Proverbs tells us love covers a multitude of sin. It does not condone it. No. It covers. Are you willing to cover your friend who's lost, who was so desperate and in their rashness they ended up sinning? Are you able to love on them as Christ did? But even you who has fallen, 
the scripture tells us there is no condemnation for you who is in Christ Jesus. Since you are of his flock, you have simply lost your way. You can find your way back home. You can find your way back home because the Holy Spirit is in you, nudging you, telling you this and this and this. Do this. Turn this way. Go in this direction. Do as the Holy Spirit is telling you. Do not condemn yourself. That spirit of condemnation is not of the Lord Jesus Christ. Today arise and go back to your father. Come back home. Come back home. Come back home. The father's arms are wide open. He's not going to judge you. He already died for you a cruel death so that you do not have to die on your own for yourself. This day arise, child of God, and live the life that is worthy of Christ. Come back home to the flock. Come back home to the flock and you who is out here not living a life like Jesus ex uh, exemplified. You also need to come back home. Stop condemning. Learn how to love. Because this is the only way that people will know that we are children of God when we love one another. When we, not, we do not shoot down one another. When we do not kill our wounded soldiers. We need to be like that good Samaritan, nurse them back to health. Arise this day, you who is feeling condemned. That is not the voice of God condemning you. The voice of God is calling you back home, not sending you down, down deeper down in that pit of condemnation. Refuse the condemnation that the enemy is speaking into your ear right now and stand upon the promises of God because his seed, you are his. He has not lost anyone that God sent his way. So do not allow yourself to be lost. The angel celebrated the day you gave your life to Christ. Why should you end up condemning yourself? They're still cheering you on. The mighty cloud of witnesses is cheering you on as you go on in this walk of life. Arise, child of God. Arise, daughter of God. Stop condemning yourself and clothe yourself with the righteousness that God has imputed on you because our perfection is coming on the day of rapture. We are prone to sin. We are prone to sin. Even at this moment, when we complete this devotion, any one of us can fall into sin. But we ought to rise up again dust ourselves up, repent, and get back on the right track. The Lord is calling you, come back home. Come back home. Lord, we ask this day that you draw our hearts back to you. Those of us who are feeling condemned, let us feel your love. Remind us that, Lord, you really forgave us, you really died for us for the sins that we committed, the sins we are committing, and the sins we ever will commit. Those of us who are quick to condemn others, Lord, may you cause our lips to be slow to speak. May you cause our fingers to stop pointing, but that our, our hearts may go out to those who are lost, those who have fallen, that we may draw them back 
to Christ, to the glory and honor of your mighty name.